The Reset Rebel Podcast with me, Joe Yule. And for today's episode, I'm here in Santillaria and I've just entered the fine establishment, fully refurbished and ready for action of Le Grand Bouffe Ibiza. Um, and today's guest has been on the podcast not once, not twice, but thrice. Three times now. Three times from that second when I spoke, I guess. You're going to be three times a lady. Uh, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Happy sort of... Uh, Happy Christmassy times to you, Joe. Thanks, James. I'm feeling very, very festive in your presence. Yes, I've heard about your festivities last night and how uh, how you got an after festive feeling. A it's like festive over. <laughs> festivitis. Festivitis. What caused the festivitis? Well, there was just a very large party for the TEDx team uh, at the Six Senses, Ibiza, and it was beautiful and wonderful and very lovely, and um, I'm feeling perfect today. (laughs) Well, I think the whole island is very excited about the TEDx, about that coming to the island in March, April. March the 29th. March the 29th. Oh, how fantastic that is. Um, Who have we got speaking on it? Well, I feel like you're interviewing me now, James. Um, I mean, I should have read some of the things you've posted. It's all over Instagram, but, you know, with Instagram, it's just to ignore, really, isn't it? It's to look at the pictures, the cats, the boobs, and then ignore the rest, the words. (laughs) What's your favourite Instagram account? Oh, I quite like the misfortune teller. He, uh, is a... He does this wonderful thing at festivals where you sit down in front of him, he's got a sort of, one of those scrying crystal balls, and then he reads your misfortune. Like, uh, you're, you mean nothing in a meaningless universe. So it really ties in with what I believe, to be honest. He does these wonderful prints. Uh, not all of them negative. One of my favourite things, you know the yoga tea? On the yoga tea, you get those little life affirmations. He does exactly the same, but in reverse. <laughs> it's brilliant. Don't have hopes and dreams. Oh, I, I'll pull some up for you. He's brilliant. The misfortune teller. Buy some of his stuff. Brilliant prints. I'm glad we got the Negatron on before Christmas. Not Negatron. It's, it's realism. <laughs> you know, too much positivity and too much ebulence isn't good for us. It builds us up into, you know, we need to hear that we're rubbish sometimes. We need to hear that we're worthless. Otherwise, we just walk around with too much, too much vim. Too much frivolity. Yeah, well, no, I mean, you know, too much self-belief. You know, we, we, we're really not that great. <laughs> We shouldn't really believe in ourselves. Know our limits. <laughs> Don't reach for the sky. Just stay there. Put the stars back in place. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, James, I have missed you. It has to be said. Well, <laughs> you... Yeah, well, I, I'm actually, whilst being rude, I am making flatbread for us to have a nice, unhealthy, uh, brunchy breakfast thing to hopefully cure your hangover. The sizzle there just, uh, yeah, was quite life-affirming, actually. Also slightly terrifying. Yeah, no, that's what life should be, terrifying, but affirming. The closer you stand to the edge, the more alive you feel, no? (laughs) So they say, as rumour would have it. Oh, hang on a minute, the the flour is actually going in the pan now. That looks um, like something I need to steer extremely clear of in my vulnerable state. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing some really unhealthy frying of bread. Mm. I mean, you can bake bread, but when you bake bread, you can't really get the fat into it. Mm. You know, it, it, it doesn't absorb all those, uh, all those fats. <laughs> I mean, absorbing fats is, is definitely probably going to be high on people's agenda this Christmas. I did quite like the way you just pirouetted around the corner there of the, of the oven. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kitchen movement. Uh, the, when you're in a kitchen, especially a restaurant kitchen, a lot of the movement is quite ballet-esque. You're sort of turning and moving and spinning without bumping into each other as silently as possible. How did you become so graceful since we last met? Exercise. Primal. I've been doing a lot of primal with uh, Faku and Nick and... Al and Natalia over near the project thing. That's been amazing for opening my body. And I did my first first experimental dance lesson the other day where you just fling yourself around like a f***ing nutter, sort of dry humping the floor and walls. And I mean, I was. I don't know what anyone else was doing. I, they avoided me as I, as I huffed and puffed in the corner like, like a weirdo on a bus. Is that ecstatic dance or five rhythms? No, I don't think so. I'm not going to refer it to it as ecstatic dance. It's, Natalia is a dance teacher. It was dance, free-form dance. I mean, I was pretty ecstatic, but I was told to calm down, put it away. Oh, God. <laughs> I knew it wouldn't take long. I've been, sorry, we've sorry. been recording for exactly about five minutes, and already the filth has begun. Uh, I think um, I actually was at Project yesterday doing a flamenco class, which I love. Um, a lovely lady called Maria, who was incredible. I did flamenco last year. It's brilliant. I love it. It's just, I've been doing lots of different things uh, to connect my brain to my body because we get so disconnected, especially if you drink a lot or take lots of drugs like most of us do on the island or did. Getting back into exercise is a really brilliant way to get the brain working, especially as we get older not old older I've stopped saying the word old or young we're either younger or older it's not a definition we're just it's an explanation of age <laughs> well, but if you... as we get older we need to learn to connect our brain to our body more which primal dance flamenco tango kickboxing dry humping walls that all does that <laughs> and I hear volleyball Volleyball has been my saviour this year, I have to say. You probably heard a few episodes ago me chatting to Andreas Moreno, my wonderful teacher who I'm just, yeah, forever grateful for, for changing my life, for, um, as you say, once we're getting older, we just need our hand-eye coordination to be in um, top banana. Yeah, and also you get to get a really brown butt in your thong, I'd imagine. I've never worn a thong. To, to, we've had this fashion conversation about volleyball before, and it's just like I'm never going to be that girl that's standing there in sort of, you know, my, my nauticals. Nauticals? Oh, nice. <laughs> Is that sort of a word for naughty underwear? Exactly. Nauticals. Excellent. <laughs> and I just think, like, yeah, I mean, they've all got the bodies for it, so, I mean, fair play. And they're, they're a lot younger than me as well, yeah. which, you know, I'm not that kind of person I, I think that's going to get down to my smalls and race around and you know bending over and picking up the ball every five minutes and and jumping up into the air it's like things move no I'm a strong I'm a true believer in wearing as much clothes as possible when you exercise um I I I, I, I think yeah wear a suit if you have to but cover it up everyone cover it up on the beach as well I find the beach a little bit slutty <laughs> <laughs> Cover it up, lads and lasses. Do you think it's more interesting for a woman to be wearing a bikini on a beach then? Than nothing, like topless? Oh, I mean, totally covered. I mean, head to toe. I'm going fundamental. <laughs> Why? I, I don't know. It's, um, it's just been difficult, I guess. 
You? Difficult? No, I don't believe it. No, but I, think, I think when doing exercise, I, I think wear clothes. You know, wear a t-shirt, wear shorts, catch that sweat. Well, actually, it's mainly for me. I, I perspire heavily when I exercise heavily, and it's more for other people's um, safety, I guess. I think, um, yeah, my friend who's also a chef uh, was actually cooking on a, a naked yoga retreat not so long ago and she was giving me the full details of that and I was like... Is that Tess? It might, it might have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course it would be. <laughs> I was just like, oh, that sounds really horrible. I mean, it's, you know, the, the human body is beautiful in the right place and, you know, we should get used to it, sure, but um, I, I'd prefer it fully dressed in the kitchen for now (laughs) well you're looking very smart as always i mean i've never seen a man cook in such a glamorous ensemble a tweed suit yeah it's winter i can start wearing suits again i've had a beautiful summer of relaxing straight into the tts terry toweling it absorbs it absorbs everything you can sweat you can wee it absorbs it all it's 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 like a human nappy yes but all over (laughs) Uh, but now that it's a bit colder, I can just wear my wonderful suits again. Uh, well, they very much suit you, sir. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's my favourite scene from the Fast Show ever. I think, oh, suits you, sir. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, what's, your, what's your sort of favourite TV show to watch around this time of year? Because we were talking about Hello, Hello at dinner last night. Okay. What would be my favourite TV sh- I don't know. I'm a bit of a sucker for that Doctor Who thing. That always gets me. I mean, I don't really watch that much TV as I don't have a license or anything over here. So, Doctor Who, you know, my sister loves it, my nephew loves it. We sit down and watch it every Christmas and it's shit. (laughs) Every time it's shit, but I watch it. Where are you spending Christmas? Uh, In Suffolk. I'm going to go and see my sister's family in Suffolk. Uh, She's got a beautiful cottage. It'll probably be... um, cold and all those wonderful things and then as soon as that's over I'm heading to a Thailand I'm gonna I did a cliche last year of Tulum and this year I'm going to cliche of Koh Phang Yang probably stay at the sanctuary probably do some yoga probably do some Muay Thai but you know ecstatic dance for sure that's definitely pumping some walls yeah we have walls in Thailand it's more sort of bamboo uh, groove yeah it'll it'll be frotting the bamboo Frotting the bamboo, thrusting against sort of uh, B- Buddha's heads. No, let's not. Let's take that down. <laughs> that does not sound like a good idea for no, the podcast no, to talk about thrusting very, at Buddha. Let's not. Let's not go there. I'm very excited about your Thailand plans, and I and I do hope um, you know that's a, a nice antithesis to the, the frivolity of Christmas, which you know I would absolutely kill to go to the sanctuary right now. I feel like I kind of need it. Um, but I, I, mean, I wonder what it's like. I mean, hopefully cheap. <laughs> It's full of um, very interesting people. Is Please it? send me. I mean, I've been loving going back to um, what I call, you know, this kind of stealth sauna, sort of secretive hiding um, in the steam and just listening to other people's conversations, which is my favourite thing to do. I've got to be completely honest. I joined Agosta Vita at the beginning of um, the year. Yeah. And I just, yeah, just sitting there, just observing the things that come out of people's mouths while they think they're not being um, listened to. I feel like Agosta Vita was the secret club of the year. Like so many people I know went there for their their time off and joined and just hung out and did exercise or something, sauna and shiz. But I feel like it is the secret event of the year that lots of people did. What gossip have you got? What did you hear? What did I hear? I mean, <laughs> I couldn't possibly tell you. 
when I saw all of the faces that you're talking about yeah. there and you just sort of like sit there you know laying down not saying anything and no one really notices you when they enter and then they sit down and they some some sort of weird intimacy kind of happens when you're enshrouded by cloud and then suddenly people just start divulging their most intimate secrets and it's like oh my god <laughs> If I had a microphone, life would be perfect right now, but I can't really take it in there. But maybe you're just, they don't notice. Maybe you're so zen, you ninja in, and people just don't see you. Um, but okay, I'm joining. How it's much it's the best it thing ever. I, yeah, just over 100 bucks, basically. But you get the gym, you get, you know, the full shebang. I think this is turning into an advert now for Agosto Bitha, who should be spending a lot of money on podcast sponsorship, really, to be having such a large mention and a presence. <laughs> um, also, there are also other spas, which are equally... No, there's not. It's the only there is. One. There's Cancareo, and there is um, the pool at San Juan, the... Um, Piscina Municipal oh, has okay. an amazing jacuzzi, it has a sauna, it has a steam, it has a 25 metre length pool. Whoa. And actually, that's my alternative, and it's five euros a throw. Okay, that's more me. That's definitely more me. I see you there. Thanks. You do have to wear a swimming hat, though. I've got one. I had to, I had to wear one in the last bar I went to. I, I didn't think I would, because I don't have hair on my head. But, yeah, no, I... Oh, I stole it. No, I stole it from the last one I went <laughs> That sounds about right. Is it one of those sort of bowling ball style shoe type things with like the multicolour sort of uh, flip flop? Yeah, no, it's just a lovely blue one on the floor. Oh, I think we're actually going to find it now. We're walking out into the front of the office. Like a kid's pair of swimming trunks. There. There. It's baby blue. I'm spa ready. Spa ready, baby. Or look like a polo play, polo water polo player. I don't know. Strong look. Yeah, it's a very strong look. Zizou from you know Wes Anderson. I'll take it. No, I'm ready. Five euros. Let's go. Fantastic. So from swim hats to what are, what else are you making for a hangover brunch okay. that we're trying to inspire people to make um, over this festive period where there's bound yeah. to be a few sore heads? That yeah. was our um, our premise. Like, what is it that can really fix you? I mean, I mean, for a hangover, there is there is two cures for hangovers that definitely work. The first one is don't drink. Like that, that's the first way not to have a hangover. The second one, I think the only way to stop that bad feeling is to have another little drink. Because what it does, when you drink, your body is turning the alcohol into different chemicals. First of all, when you're, you're, you're full of alcohol, I think it turns into, oh, I can't remember. But eventually it turns, in, in the next day when you've got the hangover, it turns into a sort of formaldehyde, which makes you feel terrible. It makes you feel, you know, ill but that's because it's a poison and also the worst bit about the hangover is I think the hangover is cancerous when you've got that chemical in your body it's actually cancerous so the best thing so if you have another drink what happens is it turns it all back into alcohol in your body oh, perfect yeah but just you know not not and then I think it dissipates slower obviously the science is out I just from my years of experience a little drink or a big drink the next day avoided the hangover completely for me how big was the big drink yeah, it was big. It was big. It was fun. Small big. to medium size. Small to medium size. Um, otherwise, what else is good for hangovers? I think you a bit of fat, probiotics, uh, a darkened room, a screaming session, exercise. Exercise. I mean, the other thing that alcohol does, it produces a lot of cortisol in the body which obviously puts you into that stress mode, that hangover, anxiety feeling. So maybe exercise can help relieve that as well. Exercise and fats. Yeah. 
exercise and fats. You heard it here first, folks. So that's why we um, have a fatty, 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 fatty breakfast. What's in the fatty, fatty, fatty well, breakfast with fatty? Fatty. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> well, we've, fatty. We've got fried bread, fried homemade bread. Uh, we've got a leek and yogurt soup, and then just some beautiful poached eggs from Terra Masia who a few years ago, I was like, oh, they're not very good. They're amazing now. There's so many amazing farmers on the island. Uh, like, there's so many brilliant regenerative farmers, Can Cristofal, Juntos, uh, Terra Masia, and then there's Terra Vida up north. But the produce that's coming out of these places is incredible now. And I've got some eggs from, uh, these are from Juntos, actually. So we're going to have some nice organic poached eggs. Very expensive, but... You put more in your body. A happy egg. A happy egg. Uh, I think the last time we were on the podcast, you talked about happy yoghurt. Did I talk about happy yoghurt? What was happy? Was happy yoghurt something rude? No, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Here we go again. But no, I mean, you, one doesn't know what one says. and <laughs> <laughs> We were in the kitchen at the time. Yeah. And you were making uh, some lamb... Um, speciality for somebody's birthday and there was beetroot and there was happy yogurt and there was a lot okay. of butter oh, that's how you said butter. it I mean I, did I, you just say butter for us butter <laughs> I love butter I have cut down butter from my diet a lot because of middle age spread and also I mean I I honestly have butter sandwiches where I put cheese in between two bits of butter and we're talking you know cheese sized wedges of butter and I, I just love butter mm. I I drink cream. I drank half a litre of cream from a carton the other day. That's when I realised I had another problem. How's your cholesterol, mate? uh, My cholesterol's great, but um, my waist got very big. I mean, I love fat really a lot. So uh, in the last two weeks, I've started calorie counting and I realised how little, a little bit of fat goes a long way. Mm. Um, So no more, for now, no more drinking milk straight, uh, cream straight from the carton. Does something to your brain. Do you ever get that fuzzy bit? In, when you drink butter or cream and it fuzzes in the top of your forehead. Never drank butter or cream. That's just you. It's like you get the, there's a butter sense in the top in your brain and it starts tingling. Your third eye buttery. Yeah, buttery, my, buttery it's my third, third eye. eye. My third eye is your not. Your pineal gland is opening up when you get the butter. Yeah, but not, not from fucking yoga, not from breathing, not from fucking looking in, inward. It's from butter. From good God butter. God <laughs> butter. God fats. God fats. From the cow. Ah. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. And what was happy yoghurt? I don't know. I have no fucking idea. I can't remember two years ago. No, no, fair enough. I just wondered if you, um, you know, I, it was obviously brought from a very, very good farm. I, ma- I make yoghurt quite often. That's probably what happens. Um, because making yoghurt yourself is quite easy. Just need temperature and uh, yoghurt to make more yoghurt. So you buy some really good Greek yoghurt, you add it to some good organic meat, milk, bring it up to 32 degrees, leave it somewhere warm, and in two, three days you've got lovely, fresh yoghurt. 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 And then you can bake some lamb in that shiz. It's like, I've got yoghurt to spur. <laughs> nice. Flinging yoghurt like a yogurty Spider-Man. <laughs> just, it's not good, though, is it, to sort of waste things? I mean, British no. people are quite good at that after Christmas Day lunch when they do the bubble and squeak. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I think there's people are wasting a lot less now due to the freaking increase of food prices. Obviously, as a catering company and all the restaurants would have noticed, it's you've got to be a lot tighter using everything, a lot less waste. But uh, no, I, I tend not to waste too much. Personally, 
don't waste much. But it, I mean, does it count if you just put it in the compost? That's not waste. Definitely that's not feeding waste. the earth. That's feeding the earth. That's making soil. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you just did there. You actually made soil. Well, I, I, I made a bin full of flies and shit that someone else picks up and makes soil. <laughs> I mean, I don't deal with I just put it in a bin. But essentially, that, you know, that is what you're doing. Yeah. And I think that that feels more empowering than just luzzing something down the old uh, yeah. kitchen sink and putting that. What was that weird button that you used to be able to press uh, that, that used to like grind stuff up in your sink? Yeah, the murder button. <laughs> <laughs> My mum used to have one of yeah, those. Yeah, she I'd was... forgotten about that. She was a wrong one. <laughs> I'll tell her that. Yeah, no, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was I saying? She wasn't really. I think she was just like a domestic goddess. No. And she wanted... You know, her kitchen was just disgustingly sparkling at all times. If you left a coffee cup on the side and there was a little ring when you lifted it to put it in the dishwasher, I mean, all hell would break loose. Really? glad you're not like that no no i was brought up very differently um my mother wasn't a domestic goddess she was a farmer's she was a a a horse lover not a farmer's wife that doesn't describe who she was she was a mother and a horse worker um and yeah no she had no time for cooking or cleaning just enjoying (laughs) she sounds like a legend yeah no she was totally is she still here uh no no sadly died many years ago I'm luckily an orphan, which means I don't have to... Well, I had, you know, parents when I was a child of an orphan now, which means uh, Christmas is cheap. (laughs) I don't have to think about anyone, there's no stress, it's just my sister, nephew and uh, brother-in-law, three presents, easy, delivered to their house, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Done. Jobs are good and... Jobs are good. And are you actually cooking lunch on Christmas Day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need something to do rather than just talk. It's a good way. It's a good way of excusing yourself from social situations. I find talk and not drink. Yeah, talk and not drink. The not drinking bit's easy, but the you know small talk. I mean, you are two years on from where we were. You know, when you would kind of just really started on the road to not drinking. I mean, you've been drink- not drinking for maybe I don't know. Almost five years. Five years in April, like sobriety, and wow. it's f-ing amazing. I I mean. There's last year I didn't think I'd ever really enjoy myself again going out or sitting at dinner parties. I you know, I was happy but I couldn't really let go and actually enjoy. And then last year I started going out dancing and I found a lot of freedom of just releasing that fear of people looking and just dancing like a nutter for hours. And yeah, I've 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 finally started to enjoy life. Socializing, partying sober and you know the beauty of that is my superpower and it's it is a superpower is i can drive anyone at any time anywhere stop me policeman i dare you yes i'll breathe into that yes i'll wee into that yes go on try it no i haven't paid taxes (laughs) yes it's an illegal car (laughs) run (laughs) that's that must be very very satisfying because every time i even see a policeman even if i've done nothing wrong the fear of God goes into my heart and I just feel like I've done something wrong. No, I mean, that's all gone. And I don't even need to look at the uh, look at Telegram to see where they are. It's like, I, welcome, I head towards them. I look at Telegram and head towards them with my chins. I got stopped the other day uh, with some friends. I was driving my little Tallulah car, which is a red Jeep, looks like a Lego toy. Um, we got stopped. They, they're obviously wasted, a bit worried. And then the policeman comes up to me and starts speaking. I'm like, come on bring it on showed him all my id and the strength i blew into that thing i like i almost blew it out of his hand it's like have some of these clean lungs
Uh, police obviously are keeping us safe, don't drink and drive. But <laughs> I'm available for lifts. Um, so I almost blew it out of his hand. I was so proud. And 0.0. It's like, come on. What did he say? He's like, well done, sir. Off you go. Here's a little lolly. <laughs> Tapped me on my head, ruffled my non-hair and off I went to the party. How did that feel? Oh, it felt great. The girls were delighted. They were just like, it's like, what? Is that your superpower as it well? It is my superpower. Pulling women with just oh. your amazing <laughs> skills. With sobriety. sobriety. And the way I can blow <laughs> those hard lung. Blow hard. I think you are, you're a bit more sensitive now you don't drink. I'm not sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> no. But can you taste things better? Um, y- yes. I mean, I spent, years, I spent 30 years smoking. So my taste buds are pretty, they're good, but they're not great. And as you get older, we lose a lot of taste receptors. I found I'm more drawn to blander food the older I get. Um, Yeah, I I mean, the best thing about sobriety is happiness and equality. It's just easy. Things are much easier. Life is just smoother. It's easier to wake up. It's easier to sleep. The anxiety is all gone. The stress is gone. It's just easy. I don't, and also not smoking. Smoking is a, f- a lava, especially if it's roll-ups or vapes. All you're doing is trying to keep these things together, like filters and Rizzlers and tobacco. Have I got a lighter? Have I got filters? Then when you move on to vape, it's like you keep charging all these f-ing things that are just about to break. It's worse than a child. It's like a very sickly child that t- they just stop working. Then you run out. Oh God, so stressful. So stopping that. All those things just makes life easy. How did you quit the second phase of the not smoking? Um, I took up sucking on an empty pipe. Uh, Wonder what you're going to say then. <laughs> I was on a ferry. I, I just stopped. I just stopped. I was like, I have to stop this. Sh- not you know, vaping's disgusting, and just you suck on it all day long, and it gives you no pleasure whatsoever. Not like a beautiful cigarette. Ah, oh, they're wonderful. Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> but now I suck on pipes, and I spend just as much money on buying beautiful pipes as I did on smoking, because I break them, lose them. But, you know, pipes, it turns out, are quite expensive if you like expensive pipes, which I do. <laughs> You're absolutely bonkers, James. <laughs> oh, the pipes come out. Here it is. I mean, it also gives me uh, a, a wisdom, a perceived wisdom. It gives me a perceived authority which I don't have, but it makes people go, oh, he must know things. And all you need to do is sort of tap your pipe end in the air authoritatively and people just believe you. They, they stop and listen. I'm, I'm feeling very yeah. uh, stopped. Stopped. In my Young tracks. man. <laughs> right, I'm getting right. hungry. Right, I'm quite peckish as well. Let's do this. What's, right. what's next? Well, I need to poach these eggs. How do you best poach an egg? Do you whiz the water around in a circular direction and put a bit of vinegar well, in? There, yes. I mean, I think one of the best things is, first of all, you need a deep pan so it can drop down. Um, you want your eggs at room temperature, ideally. Uh, you want to salt the pan, the water, not the pan. And I always break my eggs into, a, um, into another receptacle rather than breaking them straight in. Uh, I don't add vinegar because I just remember lots of chefs doing it and there's always too much vinegar and I don't want my eggs to taste of vinegar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah, blah. Okay, loud and clear. Do not add uh, vinegar to your poached egg water. No. Um, 
Impressive skill. I, I like your receptacles. Definitely stir it because, I mean, it kind of wants to look a little bit like a bollock, is how a chef described it to me uh, about 20 years ago. There we go. That's quite pretty, isn't it? It's a beautiful thing. It's um, spiralling into a wonderful gonad. <laughs> oh, we all spiral into a gonad, don't we? At some point in our lives. Oh, that reminds me. I did hear this interesting theory about spiralling and not to do with gonads. But apparently there's been a few species that have turned into crabs. Like, it, I heard it on a podcast... And there's not just one thing turned into crabs. A couple of divergent lines of species turned into crabs. So that could mean that the ultimate form of life is crab. Which I mean, I'd I, love to be a crab. I love, I love crab. I mean, it just sounds fascinating. I mean, you're talking quite a lot of, uh, quite a lot of sense today, James. I'm, I'm quite worried about you That's compared to last time. I, am I talking sense? <laughs> All right, so I'm going to put this leaky, leaky... Leaky yogurt, saffrony, mushroomy, umami, chickpea soup in the bottom of this. One for me. And with poached eggs, I've got a spider. A spider is a spoon with radial wires around it, which, like a spider's web, which you use to pick up wet things from cooking and then you can drain it that's the thing of beauty uh, i like your spider's web actually i feel like i'm caught in it right now yay so we're just going in with the spoons for the very first uh, nibblage um just gonna have a little scoop of the sauce mm. oh wow Ooh, that's like a sort of a hollandaisey spicy yeah. little number it's with a um chipotle mushroom stock homemade yogurt Oh, organic leeks. Oh, that's lovely. It's absolutely incredible, actually. And you're just basically saving my life right now, I've got to say. Mm. This is exactly what the doctor ordered. Yeah, I'm starving because mm. I did uh, a breathworky yoga thing for the first time this morning. Ugh. Not emotional, but uh, dizzy. <laughs> Are you less dizzy now you've eaten? Yeah, I am. I was too dizzy. That was f***ing delicious. And now I'm necking some coffee. Even Which though I can say it myself. I mean, obviously I like to blow my own trumpet. I had rib, rib removed so I could. Um, <laughs> that was lovely. Uh, I, what a delightful way to spend a morning. Well, I think feel like you've basically saved my life. There is, um, yes, nothing finer than fat to get to the, the root of a fine hangover. But yeah, fat does release happy bits in our brain as well because fat is something that you don't find often in the natural environment. So fat is a bit of a prize for the body still. So it does make us happy, especially when you mix fat and sugar and the light in my brain. God. 
But I think, you know, again, as you said before, it's just coming from good ingredients and things that are have had a happy life. And, you know, we're just absolutely blessed. I hate that word. But on this island, with the amount of amazing sort of farming projects that are actually underway here. Oh, my God. It is amazing. It is amazing. There's also um, up in the north, I think Rebecca Frayne's something to do with it, but uh, uh, chickens. There's these wonderful chickens, which I've ordered some for next week for a little job I'm doing. Uh, just, you know pasture-fed beautiful chickens there's also the pollo payas on the island i don't know how how uh, influenced by chemicals they are but they they feel more natural um um but yeah the, the 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 regenerative farming on the island whilst it is a billionaire's hobby it's a f-ing brilliant hobby and i'm so glad so many people are investing their time resources and dedication to it because hopefully it can then trickle down to all of us the the better foods and it can influence the practices of other farmers i know that christian at juntos is hopefully going to try and encourage more of the local farmers with a project he's working on i don't know if we're allowed to talk about that or not maybe edit that <laughs> i mean you haven't gone into specifics so i'm not, I'm not going to edit that because i think you know they're definitely doing some incredible things there and i've definitely had lots of conversations with him myself and actually he is coming up um, on an episode of the Reset Rebel in January, so that's um, right, a night. Hello from December. <laughs> Sorry, I spilled the beans. Waving into the future—that's what you were <laughs> doing there. Yeah, no, I quite like that when you can sort of talk to someone in the future. Obviously, he's not listening to this in January or ever. No one's going to listen to it, and if you are, I'm coming for you. For you. I know you like Doctor Who, and you've probably stepped out of the TARDIS, but you know, <laughs> steady on there. Sorry, I'm just having a rush of yogurt happiness through my body. <laughs> I'm feeling exactly the same, actually. I feel reborn, yeah. which is a wonderful feeling. And, um, you know, there's a lot of rebirth, I think, happening at this time of year where people are kind of basically figuring out what they're going to achieve in 2023. What are you What are you thinking? To achieve in 2023? Most years, I've set myself a new personal task. This year was getting rid of fears, which I've got rid of a fear of heights, a fear of socialising. Uh... uh so I've got no idea what 23 holds for me. How did you get rid of your fear of heights? Jumping off things which are high. Um, just by letting go of... So, when you let go of some fears, you can identify a fear and then just push it away. So I've been trying, you know, social fear, f- f- fear of authority, not being afraid of, you know, just saying what you need to to get things done. You know, that. So which- Procrastination is what we're talking about here. Do you think... No, fear fear of people you know being angry or upset with you so when you need to say something that's not possibly happy to you know make someone happy the fear of just going this is it and it's never as bad as you think but you know the fear of heights is a good thing i can stand near cliff edges without my balls and feet fizzing it always starts with the balls a little fizz you get closer and go then you move back like a geiger counter of fear (laughs) ah yeah well, I haven't experienced that feeling, but you know, you brought me close. Ovaries work the same way. I've been, I've been told. Busy ovaries. Busy ovaries. Busy fallopians. <laughs> yeah, that could be a good dub reggae band, the Fizzy Fallopians. All right, mother flippers, I'm out. <laughs> I think I'm going to flip out as well. I think I already have flipped out several times already this morning. All right, cheers. Bye, bye. Bye.
Reset Rebel.